Hey, teacher friends. Welcome to the Teaching with Haley podcast, where we believe relationships matter. Research shows that positive relationships greatly impact student engagement and their learning. Each week, I'll share a few simple ways to improve your classroom community, build social-emotional learning into your day, and strengthen your relationships. I'm your host, Haley O'Connor. Hey friends, welcome back to the Teaching with Haley podcast. I am so glad that you are here. Today, we're going to talk about five ways to take care of yourself. You're going to hear me talk a lot about helping our students be mentally and emotionally healthy, but it's equally important that they have a mentally and emotionally healthy teacher. So that's why this week, I'm going to encourage you to stop worrying about your kids and what they need for a few minutes and just be here with me and let's think about what you can do for yourself this week. The very first thing I have for you is probably the simplest tip you will ever hear me say, and that is drink water. Water helps our brains and our bodies work most effectively, but to me, it's one of the hardest habits for me to be really consistent with. I can be good at exercising. I can definitely be good at sleeping because I love to sleep, but for some reason, it is hard for me to get enough water in. So if you are feeling sluggish or down or just not like yourself, think about how much water you've had that day. For me, if I'm having a really rough day and I don't feel motivated, my mind is really cloudy, a lot of times it's because I'm dehydrated. If you follow me on Instagram, I don't post about it too often, but there's kind of a whole like culture around teachers love coffee. It's similar to, you know, moms who love wine. And while Yes, coffee is awesome. I love coffee. I probably drink too much coffee. I wish that the whole, you know, conversation could be about how much teachers love water because water is truly what fuels us. So the number one tip that I have for you this week to take care of yourself is drink more water. There's some really cool cups that you can mark, like this is how much water I should have by nine o'clock, by one o'clock. Something else I've done with a coworker that really helped is I put five ponytails on my wrist. And whenever I had a cup of water, I would move the ponytail over to my other wrist so that at the end of the day, I knew I'd had enough water in that way. If you're back in the classroom, drinking water can actually be a super sneaky behavior management technique. I had a few kids that always needed to get energy out. So their job all day long was to refill my water cup. So anytime I'm thinking, okay, we need a break. You need to get some energy out. Why don't you go for a walk? Then I would give them my water cup. They would go to the water fountain and fill it up. So not only am I getting the hydration I need, but They have an opportunity for a mental break and get to walk, probably hop because I'm not with them in the hallway and get a little bit of energy out. The second way I encourage you to take care of yourself this week is to get enough sleep. It is so hard to get enough rest. There are so many things on your plate. You're trying to balance home, school. You worry about your kids. You worry about your family. You worry about the bills. And sleep can be one of those things that eludes us. The more we need sleep, the harder it is to find But I really, really, really encourage you to set up some routines and try to get enough hours of sleep as many nights as you can. Even if it's just like three nights this week, you commit to going to bed by a certain time to make sure that you get your full eight or nine hours in. You know, everyone needs different amounts of sleep. I typically need between eight and nine hours. I know some people 
can live on seven to eight. Some might need a little bit more than nine. So whatever that is for you, set a timer, go to bed so that you can get that rest. You need it. Health is the one thing we can't get back. And we know that our sleep is so tied to our mental and physical health right now as we are all trying to stay healthy and away from COVID-19. When our bodies are rested, they have more that they need to fight off diseases, to stay healthy and strong. Nothing is more important than your health, not grading papers, not answering parent emails. Please put those away. Take a mental break. Take an evening, you know, don't do anything related to school and then go to bed early. You might also consider giving yourself some extra time in the morning, at least one day this week, if that means you wash your hair the night before. If you're a morning planner, you get to school super early. Maybe don't do that one day this week. Just give your body the rest that it needs. You will be a better teacher if you are well rested and hydrated. If you decide to take a nap after school or on the weekends, please don't feel guilty. Naps are my very favorite form of self-care. I think the world would be much better if we all take a nap. So don't feel guilty. Take that nap. Get the rest that you need. You will be better for it. I promise. The third tip I have for you to take care of yourself this week is to stop multitasking. It's really easy to try to multitask. It's not easy to do, but it's tempting. I'm constantly trying to do eight things at once, but research shows that multitasking is not effective. It is not a good way to save time, and it puts a ton of stress on us. So stop multitasking, thinking about what are those simple tasks you need to accomplish and break them down and do one at a time. For me, I actually have to say it out loud. I have to say, I am washing the dishes. I'm not doing anything else. I'm not getting my daughter a snack. I'm not answering emails. I'm not going to turn the coffee on to make coffee. I am just doing the dishes. I have to actually say out loud what I'm doing before I can move on to the next step. So stop multitasking at home and at school. It's hard to do. It's frustrating. It feels counterproductive, but it's really not. Do one thing at a time and you will feel so much more productive because instead of looking around and realizing you've made some progress on several things, you can look around and see things that are completely checked off your to-do list. The next thing I encourage you to do this week is to read for pleasure. We are constantly talking to our students about how important it is to read. But for me, it's hard to make time to read for enjoyment. I'm not talking about reading textbooks. I'm not talking about grad school. And I'm really not even talking about books that we learn from at all. I'm talking about books that you enjoy reading. Now, if you enjoy nonfiction, if you enjoy self-help, that's awesome. But research shows that when we read books that we enjoy, it can actually lower anxiety a lot. I found some studies that said up to 68%. And I think it's because reading has this powerful way of taking your brain outside of what you're stressed about outside of the million to-do lists, the million things on your to-do list, and just focus on the words on the page. So if you are overwhelmed this week, set aside some time and read. I love Reese Witherspoon's book club suggestions. They've been really helpful for me. I also love the app Goodreads. You can find me on there. And it's like a social media network where you share the books that you read and you can see others' reviews. But instead of it just being strangers' reviews, you can actually see people that you know in real life. And then if you want to save some money, there are two apps, Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, and Overdrive. And they allow libraries to 
check out ebooks. So if you're like me and like to read on your phone or on your Kindle or listen to audiobooks, if you have a public library membership, you can use those two apps to get books that you need. And then the last tip that I have for you is do something for yourself this week. So we talked about drinking water. We talked about getting enough rest. We talked about doing one thing at a time, reading for pleasure. And then now I want you to think of what is something that just fills you up, makes you feel happy, relaxed. For me, I'm an extrovert. And so I really, really, really love being with friends. Obviously, that's so much harder right now. So one thing that we've done a few times during the pandemic is we do like a virtual cooking event together. So there's four of us in my little best friend group and we each share a recipe and then we make a grocery list. And then one night we all get on Zoom and cook together. And it is just, you know, the book we all read with our kids, What Fills Your Bucket Today. That just really, 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 really fills my bucket. So whatever it is for you that just makes you feel content and happy and brings a smile to your face, take time this week to do that. Some other things you might consider would be like jigsaw puzzles, a board game with your family. There's a lot of really cool like adult coloring books, exercise would fall under this. Even if it's just play phone games, please do not feel guilty. If you want to sit on your phone and play Ramsey Dash for 45 minutes, which is if you haven't played it, it's awesome. It's Gordon Ramsey, the chef. He has like a cooking game. But if that's what makes you feel relaxed, please, please do that. There's no right or wrong way to take care of yourself, but it is wrong not to take care of yourself. Please, please, please do these things this week. If you have other ideas, I would love to hear them. Make sure to hop over to my Facebook group, Teaching with Haley and Friends, and share your goal. Which of these are you going to focus on this week to make you have a happier and healthier week? I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day and rest of your week. Happy teaching. Thank you so much for joining me on Teaching with Haley. I hope you feel refreshed and ready for a new week with your students. Be sure to visit teachingwithhaley.com to find additional resources like social emotional lesson plans, positive behavior resources, and ideas for building classroom relationships. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Teaching with Haley O'Connor. While you're online, I'd love if you left me a rating on iTunes or shared this episode with a friend. Be sure to tune in every week for more simple ways to engage and connect with your students. Have a great week.